Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number 23 of Genesis chapter 3, and we're reading verse 16. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And we have been spending some time looking at the marriage relationship that God established and the authority structure that the Lord laid out in marriage. It's found in many places. We were looking at Ephesians chapter 5 before, but here also in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, the Lord says concerning a chain of command, and, and that's the important thing that we we find everywhere in the Bible, that things are to take place in an orderly way. God is a God of order. He is, he is not disorderly or a God of confusion in any way. And we read in 1 Corinthians 11, I'll begin reading in verse 1, Be followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Now I praise you, brethren, they remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I deliver them to you. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Even in the Godhead, in the the person of God or the being of God, as God is one God, yet three persons, he says that the head of Christ is God. And it was God the Father that sent God the Son into the world. And it was the Lord Jesus Christ that submitted himself, humbled himself, as, as we read uh, in Philippians, and I'm going to read it uh, because this uh, passage has everything to do with the Lord Jesus Christ submitting himself to the commandments of the Father. It says in Philippians 2, in verse 4, beginning there, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and and how, how do you humble yourself? And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You humble yourself in submitting to the commandments of God. That's what the Lord Jesus did. 
The Father sent him into the world, and he entered into the world, born of the Virgin Mary, and he lived as a child and grew as a child, submitting himself to his earthly parents, his mother and stepfather, and 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 submitting himself to the government of Israel in all things lawful, and 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 so forth, and all through his life, he he did the will of God, up to and including being obedient to death, the death of the cross, and 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 so Jesus is our example. That's the mind that each child of God should have. This mind of Christ ought to be our mind, and it's a mind of submission. It's a, it's a mind that is humbled before God. And when we look at any area of society, it only functions well, or it functions in a right way, when there is submission subjection one to another as we we've seen in the home husbands are to rule in the house the wives are to be subject to the husbands and of course the husband is to be subject to god in that role and children are to be in submission to their parents and the parents rule over the children not roughly but in love and kindness and and so forth and not only there, let's go to Romans, Romans chapter 13. We, we saw a similar verse in 1 Peter 2 last time, but, but this says it very, uh, plainly in Romans 13 verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. And I, I tell you, it would save a good number of people a lot of grief if they stopped fighting against the government. They, they stopped, uh, criticizing and, and, uh, concerning themselves with the things the government was doing and protesting the government and so forth and just realized that that the powers that be are ordained of God. And that goes for presidents and kings and dictators and and every ruler that has ever ruled, whether it be a good king like Josiah or an evil king like King Nebuchadnezzar. The powers that be are established. They are ordained by God. There is, in fact, no power but of God. And, and that means the power that is set up where you live and where I live in, 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 in whatever nation. If we're in China and it's a communist government, well, is that, uh, government outside or, or somehow out of the will uh, or ordinance of God? No. It was ordained by God. Or if it's, uh, an, another kind of government with an evil dictator who rules ruthlessly over the people, 
it, it was ordained by God, or if we're in a democracy, or whatever type of government it is, all governments have been established, ordained by God. There is no power anywhere in any country that is ruling that is not of God. Therefore, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. There's that word again, and, and it's a word that people, um, kick against. It, 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 speak of kicking against the pricks. This is a word that people do not like. Wives do not like to submit to their husbands. Children do not like to submit to parents and to honor parents. And people do not like to submit to government. If the government says go um, 35 in, in this zone, they want to go 45. If the government says you have to pay so much tax, they want to avoid it. And, and so forth. There, there is a lack of submission in, in every area that God establishes authority structure and God establishes rule of law and, and the law that rules in the house or in the government is set up by God in all these areas. Uh, is it coincidental? that people do not want to submit in the specified area they're commanded by God to submit to or submit in. And no, no, it's not coincidental in any way. It is very intentional. It is the fallen nature of man to rebel, to not do what God commands to do. And, and if God says, wives submit, well, the wife doesn't want to submit. And if God tells a person to obey the government and be subject to the higher powers, well, they don't want to do that. They, they want to get a militia going or, or they want to, um, uh, do something else in, in rebelling on some point of law. And it, it, it's the natural tendency of fallen man to resist the higher powers. But notice what God says in Romans 13, verse 2. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of man. No, I I said that. That's not what it reads. And, uh, you know, this is a good help for those reading along, because you should be reading along, uh, if possible. It actually says, whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, because God has given the power to the government, and the government now has the authority to set the law. Again, let's say some traffic law. They, they have the power and setting a traffic law in no way conflicts with the higher, greater, supreme law of God in the Bible. They're not doing anything contrary to any law of God in the Bible by by uh, laying down a particular traffic law. 
And, and so they set the law. And then when a man breaks the law and, and resists the law, maybe going down a one way street the wrong way, when someone does it intentionally, and I, and people do this, uh, uh, I live on a circle. It's one way and, uh, people tend to turn down it because there's driveways that are, are pretty close to, to the entry. And they try to just um, uh, jump into the driveway, but but for about 50 or 75 feet, they're driving one way, the wrong way. And they justify it. Well, I live right there and a little quicker than going around, but they've broken the law. And, and, and you see, when a government sets a law, God backs them. God supports them in lawful laws. And says that when you, when you resist their ordinance, you're resisting the ordinance of God. Because I gave them the power is basically what God is saying. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Well, it, it goes on here to speak of the government having power to execute and so forth, and, um, individuals because God does not give them the sword in vain. But when we look at society as a whole, we find submission is key. Submission is key for a well-functioning society. For a society to function properly. Uh, for a world to function in a good way. So that there, there can be peace and and there can be prosperity, and, and there can be some degree of happiness for the home to function, and the, and the home is the building blocks of the society, and, and all the homes together are uh, beneath the government, and, and they, the homes, uh, have their own set of law that God has given each home, and and then he has given all the households the law of the government, and they are to be in submission to that. Uh, it, it says in First Peter chapter 5, in First Peter 5, beginning in verse 5, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. And be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Submit, God says, the younger to the elder. And we don't see that anymore today in America and in many other lands, but there has been, there has been down through time, respect for elders shown by younger people. And that was a proper and right thing to be done. The younger ought to submit themselves unto the elder. And you see, even in that area, it's not family members. The family has its own commandments, structuring it 
guiding it. And when you step out of the house and, and you're a young man and you go out into, um, society, well, God has guidelines for you too. To submit to the elder. And, and when you go to work, the, the Lord also addresses that situation in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Uh, we, we've mentioned children, but, but here's a verse for the children. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And then in verse 5 of Ephesians 6, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in singleness of your heart as unto Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Serve your masters. And today that, that would be uh, uh, go to your job, you go to work, and you are in submission to your bosses. You're, you're working heartily as to the Lord, and, and, uh, that's who you're really serving. But the Lord says, obey your masters or, or obey your supervisor and your boss and your manager, and they tell you to do something, and you jump to it. And, and, and you, you go about doing it as best as you can because it's all for the child of God. It all goes back to a desire to obey the Lord. And in every area of life, God commands submission. It, it's submission and, and people don't like it. They don't like it in the home. The, the children don't like it. The wife doesn't like it. And the husbands don't like what they're commanded to do. They don't like when younger people are told to submit to elder. Oh, well, what do they know? And, and today, workers don't like the idea of submitting to authority within the workforce, within the, the business. And, and you'll find the worker, uh, gossiping and criticizing the boss and, and speaking badly about upper management and so forth. A lack of submission, which reveals a lack of humility, which shows a lack of obedience to God on practically every level of society. It, it's no wonder that everything's a mess. It's no wonder that um, we we have the marriage institution in shambles. We have, uh, as God says in Romans chapter 1, regarding children in Romans 1, um, in, in listing the sins that will be manifest or in evidence at the time of the end, he says in Romans 1, 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, 
backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Children are disobedient to parents. The marriage institution is a mess. People despise government. They, they don't want to listen or obey or, or to uh, observe the ordinances of the government, even though God has um, set the, the government and, and therefore obedience to the government is obedience to God. And in point after point after point, there's a complete lack of submission from one to another. And that's because there's no humility. There's no humbleness as the Spirit of Christ demonstrated humility in submitting himself to the will of God. Well, now that the world's casting off the word of God, they're casting off the the commandments of the Bible. They, they just can't operate. They can't function properly. Everything's jammed up. Everything is at a standstill because there, there, there's resistance at every point. The, the younger doesn't want to submit to the elder and the, the worker doesn't want to submit to the supervisor and, and the people do not want to submit to the government and there's nothing but turmoil and disputing and arguing and, and, and of course it's all man's pride, man's arrogance. Man thinks he knows better. He can live his life and he'll be not, not someone who submits. Oh no. No, he's not going to submit. He's too proud for that. And, and he thinks he's too high for that. He's, uh, too high and mighty to submit in these areas. If, if the government says go 55, he'll go 75. And there's fighting, fighting, fighting against the ordinances that ultimately all are traced back to God because man is at enmity with God. He's resisting God. And that's what it says in Romans chapter 8. In Romans 8, beginning in verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. And there's the word. The the same word is submit in in, uh, Ephesians 5 with the wife to her husband. Where God says, wives, submit to your husband. The carnal mind it, it is a constant enmity, warfare. It, it's, it's fighting God. Always resisting the ordinance of God. What God wants, it doesn't want. Because it is carnal. It is fleshly. And not spiritual. And therefore it is not in submission to the law of God, and it cannot be. But this is not true of the one God has saved. 
because God has changed that person and the Spirit of Christ indwells them. That, that Spirit of Christ that we read about in Philippians 2, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though being equal with God, did not think it robbery. Uh, uh, well, uh, you can look that over, but he submitted and became obedient to all that the Father desired for him to do and commanded him to do. He did it. And and remember in First Peter 3, where God speaks to the wives and, and tells them to be subject to their husbands. And then he mentions the hidden man of the heart. And, and there is the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of Christ within the child of God that permits us, because Christ is a humble God. Christ is a humble man, a God-man. And, and the Spirit of Christ is completely obedient to the will of the Father. And if the Father's will is for a wife to submit to her husband and for the husband to bear rule in the home, then the hidden man of the heart will desire that for the woman that that God has saved in the marriage, and she will begin to submit to her husband. And if it's a child that God has saved, they also have the Spirit of Christ within, and like Jesus was subject to his earthly parents, the child of God, who who is a young person, will submit and honor his or her parents in all things lawful. And all God's people, when they go to work, they're, they're going to want to submit to the authority structure. And as they live in a land, they're going to submit to the government that is set up over them by God. And they will, as as much as lieth in them, live at peace. They will have peace in the home. They'll have peace uh, with others to a large extent. They'll have peace in the workplace. They're, they'll be um, operating as they should, as God really orders and commands all men created in his image to operate. But it's the true believers that are functioning in a proper way and and therefore showing forth as lights in a crooked and perverse generation. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.